Hey everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Welcome, everyone, to episode 43. Well, the anticipation is over. It is, in fact, our first Final Fantasy X episode where we're going to just be starting out. We're not going to make it too far into the story, and, well, that's because there's a whole lot of just story here, not a whole lot of actual gameplay, more, more story than anything. But before we start, we need to lay down some groundwork here, all right? I thought it'd be kind of cool and interesting to talk about our humble beginnings with Final Fantasy X, right? Because if you are like Alex and myself, which based on interaction and people that do follow us and interact, you, you probably are about middle, you know, mid-30s men. Yeah, you probably played these around the same time we did. And man, I remember distinctly. Obviously, Final Fantasy X was PlayStation 2, right? We didn't have a PlayStation 2 at the time, but my next door neighbor mm -hmm. did. And it was the demo disc, in which, you know, obviously anyone young these days, what's demo disc? Well, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's what it sounds. A bunch of games, there are demos on a disc. And Final Fantasy X was on that. And I played that demo on his PlayStation 2, and I was like, dude, this is it. I, I got to get me one of these, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And so yeah. I think... Uh, I think that was summer going into seventh grade, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I worked that whole summer, man, just mowing lawns, washing cars. I think a neighbor needed help <laughs> painting his house, so I helped that, and I scraped enough money. Yeah. I got that PS2, did not have enough money to buy the game. <laughs> and that stuff was expensive. I remember, like, whitewashing some apple trees to get enough money to buy the PS2 back yes. then, you know? Yes, but yeah, but and that was the earliest memory of the demo disc. Demo disc. That's interesting. I I definitely remember us hanging out quite a bit. Oh yes. Um, I think I think I got it first, if I recall correctly, and you came over a bunch of times in the summer. But that pretty much sums it up for me as far as when I think about my first times playing Final Fantasy X. Just awesome summer memories, you know, Dude, like yeah. late nights, staying up, playing this game and everything, and. Uh, and it kind of like we'll get into this too as we play the game, but has some really awesome like summer vibes to it. I think it does. You know, overall, it's got it's got kind of like this water theme to it and things like that. So yeah, for me, it just lends itself really well to summertime. Yes, well, and especially you know we grew up in California, and so yeah. kind of that that heat and all that. Yeah, definitely goes along. It's a lot of nostalgia here. You know, Final Fantasy X is definitely my most played Final Fantasy. So unlike the Final Fantasy IX series, when I was like, I haven't done this, I haven't done this. I have done plenty in 10. So I, I definitely am much more familiar with this. Um, we're going to be talking about the HD remaster. Yes. But as far as uh, comparing it to the original, not a huge amount has changed. As far as the story, no. really nothing has changed. There are some minor tweaks, particularly when we get into the end game. And uh, yes. some some extra like super bosses and abilities and things like that. But yeah, yeah. But but just as that note is, yeah. Just we are assuming you know all of us are just in the HD remaster essentially. So if there are minor details here and there, they're like, oh, that wasn't in the original. Well, mm -hmm. 
probably not because we're talking about the remaster. You know, that's where we're going to be getting mm-hmm. all of our media from from screenshots, you know, and stuff. And so exactly. kind of like just just kind of laying that ground rule there. So here's the <laughs> if you guys have, you know, if you know anything about us and been listening to these episodes, we definitely take Final Fantasy X very seriously. <laughs> not right. No, we don't. We love to make fun of every single thing we can. So we're going to try our best to keep it rolling and moving. But if you're just like sitting there throwing your hand like, oh, can we please? Can Sorry, we're just having way too much fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's kind of how this game's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot more joking than there was in 9. Just oh, because, yes. Especially with the, the addition of voice acting and things oh, like that. You guys yes. know how that goes. And yes, it's it's just great. It's hysterical. So again, apologize many times in advance for just pulling teeth at at getting a move on with the story. But we're gonna try our best. We really, really are. So some interesting things now with this, with the playthrough of nine. It's it's pretty straightforward. There's you know not too much you could do there. You do have your variety of characters you can use, and especially for me, not not playing it that much, you know, just doing kind of a standard playthrough, if you will, was was actually it was enough for me, right? I won't be able to do that for ten. So we kind of thought of how can we make this playthrough interesting for us, and actually maybe make it interesting for you guys instead of just making it like a standard old playthrough. Because if I tried doing that for ten, yeah. I would fizzle out. I wouldn't be able to. So yeah. I've been mulling over some ideas and talking to Alex about it. And I think what I'm going to do is I am going to choose four party members to use only four, And that's just what I have to use for the game and see how it is. Now, what those actually are, I still don't know. I've been really trying to yeah. decide what to do with that. But I thought that would just be a really interesting twist, not using and not having the abilities or, you know, whatever of three of the members. And of course, you know, we're doing this because we played through this game so many times that aside from doing a mod or something like that, and there are a lot of great mods out there, things that increase the challenge and all that kind of stuff, but we're just going to try and change it up by doing something we've never done before. Yes. And so for me, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I think, I think Mark, your challenge sounds really good. I mean, I you know, I was thinking about that when you sent me that text last week about that. And I think there's a yeah. lot of different uh, things that you can do to make it difficult. Uh, for me, what I'm going to be doing is basically I'm going to go with the ex- expert sphere grid um, because it tends to have less barriers. And some things are available right. a little bit sooner. Then I'm just going to be reversing the role. So I'm going to have Titus as Lulu. Oren will take up the Titus role. Waka will be Yuna. Kamari will be Riku, and Riku will be somebody. I don't know. You'll figure yet, out. <laughs> yeah. So and, I, I thought that'd be kind of good. And you know, I actually I love this challenge because I originally tried this, and I never, I I never really make it past me and High Road, but I never made it past that. And I remember telling you about this, and you tried it, and I'm glad you're running with it because this will be so interesting to see what happens you know with the innate abilities and stats rather for these characters and yeah they just all start sucking really bad around me and i you know that's why i was like oh, i don't want to do it definitely i i will be using just the standard sphere grid i don't know i kind of just like it more i i guess it's just more familiar for me really mm-hmm. and and so i will be using that we're kind of we're we're essentially kind of going through the options, right? Because you do have the you know you have the choice. You can either go expert or original, and then of course of soundtracks, right? 
I I agree, man. I think we're in agreement here. Rather, is that gotta go with the classic original soundtrack? Yeah. So you have the you have the arranged as an option. I actually do really like the sounds. I I did a, do a playthrough by just listening, and they are great. But it's just it's not the same feel. You know what I mean? It's just it, exactly it, you as you go through these areas, you just instantly start playing the you know the song in your head, and when it doesn't quite match up, it just feels off. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's kind of the uh, the rose-colored glasses of nostalgia, I guess. Because yes. really do just have uh, have a soft spot for the classic original soundtrack. Um, but yeah, I mean, like like what you're saying too. Not, I don't think that the remastered is bad at all. No. So it's yeah. just preference. It's pretty good. One last thing that is going to be new moving forward here that I wanted to go ahead and hit up is. I don't know if Alex will, maybe he'll speak to this in a second, but I'm going to be creating some YouTube videos of my playthroughs this time. So last, you know, with, with Final Fantasy IX and, and doing that, that was kind of when we were starting to just get a feel of what we actually even just wanted our podcast to be, right? And so that's how we started designing our episodes and put our notes together and all that. And that's when I played through, or we both played through to kind of get familiar and make sure we're doing things as we're practicing what to preach, so to speak. And so this time around, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record it and I'll just toss it up on YouTube. So if you are all interested, it will be under our just YouTube name. If you even realized we did have one, not the right kind of industry for what we're going for a podcast, but here we go. That's what I'm trying to get us into that. If you're interested, it's, it's, I'm going to toss them up the day after these episodes release just to kind of stagger it out a little bit. And uh, yeah, check it out if you want. Yeah, I'm still undecided yet if I'm going to be recording and things like that. Um, I had a bit of a laptop issue that I had to resolve. So I might actually get into that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, let's kick it off. So here we go. We are at Xanarkand, right? The the beginning of the game starts. And I, I actually, I don't want to talk about the very beginning cinematic kind of scene i guess not really cinematic it's just just a scene because i feel like i'm going to give something away but it's the <laughs> it's the one where they're all sitting by the fire you know and it's playing the nice yeah. music it's got all the weapons and our our main dude goes <laughs> up and wants to tell us a story essentially is what yep. it is listen to my story this may you be guys... the last chance <laughs> you guys all know <laughs> that <laughs> Final Fantasy X, I just, <laughs> I, I can tell, even going through this, it's such a notorious game and like has so yeah, many awesome quotes yes. that, and I'm just excited, let's get into this. Yeah, and, and then from there, obviously, it goes, beep, 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 and then you lie down the beat and you're like, yeah, I can get into <laughs> yeah. this, man, and uh, I, I like this scene. It's kind of an interesting segue. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. again, I'm trying not to say too much without giving anything away. And so I like it because, dude, it's pretty cool. First thing you notice is, whoa, the fashion here is terrible. And then, you know, then you <laughs> see the buildings in the background, though, and it kind of just looks like everything's floating on water. And it just it yeah. looks really awesome. Right? Yeah, the environment's awesome, but definitely the clothes. Like, what's up with <laughs> Titus's stuff? I always love the fact that he's got, like, it's all offset, you know, he's got one yes. one pant leg longer than the other, and then he's got sort of like a weird sleeve on the other end with yes. this uh to match. Yeah, but you ever notice what he has on the elbow? It's like origami or something. Hey man, <laughs> it's it's fashion. That's I'm just saying, is. if you guys know. So Look really interesting model. for sure. Yes. Yeah. 
And so at this point, of course, you do have free roam. You just got to go forward. You got a couple options of uh, two groups of people you can talk to. But no, no matter what, here you go. You can name your character. It's the only named character in the game, or rather that you get to name. We're going to nip it in the bud, okay? Here, here we go. We, we know this is the great debate, and we know we're making some of you quite possibly very upset about the name. We are just going to pronounce it Titus, okay? We yeah. know that some other people like to call it Titus. It doesn't matter. Regardless, Alex and I, I don't know, we were like 11, 12 when we first started playing this. So it's like, you know, you just called it what it was, and we're rolling with it. It's a great mm -hmm. debate. We're not saying that it is Titus. We're not saying that it is Titus. We're just saying we're going to pronounce it Titus. So we hope that you don't hate us for that and, you know, turn the podcast off instantly. It's okay. It's just a name. You can pronounce it the way you like. So, right, you had the, the choice. You can either talk to the chicks or you could talk to the kids. You got to go for the chicks first, right? And so... I just, I love, he like takes the ball, right? And he's like spinning around and he's like, <laughs> you know, where, where are you guys sitting? East block at the front row. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fifth from the right. Fifth or from whatever. the right. If I score a goal, I'll do this. That will know it's for you, okay? <laughs> e you know, it's like... Dude, this dude's a player, right? It's like, goodness gracious, he's going to do that sign and he's going to have like 50 chicks over there like, oh, he did that for me, you know, and stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and what was that sign he does there too? It's like he puts his, it's like a like a W essentially if you put like the fingers goal. together. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, like a field goal or something like yeah. that. I'll do this. Yeah, just comes up with something on the fly. Absolutely, man. And so, obviously, then you have to go talk to the little kids that are being like a bit of a fourth wheel now. And so, they want you to sign, too. They're just super excited. I love the fact that, like, he's not holding a pen. Could they really not add in a pen? Was it, was it like, that <laughs> hard to do that? He's just signing with his fingernails. And it's like, cool, man. Yeah. He scratched in your name on my blitz ball. Awesome. <laughs> Titus. You just, like, see it scratched in there. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty funny. Uh, and then basically, you know, it's like, um, teach us how to blitz sometime. I can't tonight, but. Well, yeah, it's like, tomorrow. Well, it's, well, it was, it's like, uh, they're like, I can't right now, but maybe after the game. And then there's like some kid that's like, you can't tonight. It's like, yeah. Oh, right. Well, tomorrow. You know, but, but I just, I'm thinking about this, right? I'm like, who, if you know the story, obviously, if you don't, uh, you know, we're just assuming, assuming you know the story. It's like, what do you mean, dude? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I can't tonight. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Thanks, man. Thanks for watching my back. You know, it's like, what are you talking I'm about, stranded. dude? Yeah. Who are who are you, kid? Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, this is, of course, and we, we can't we can't pass up two, three. Teach us how to blitz. Yeah. Teach us Gotta how to do blitz. that. Choreographed it. It's like, mm -hmm. dude, we got a game to play. Anyways, moving on because as as we you know mentioned, I was in a coffee shop running away from home when I heard the news. <laughs> Our jet vanished right out of thin air. I knew my dad was biggest blitzball player, biggest fan, and well, I don't remember the rest of it. But Zanar, oh Zanar, his little his little tail. Interesting, man. How many times have you actually like waited? Because you do have to wait. If you just run through, man, you only get yeah. to through is like third line. How many times have you actually waited and like listened to the whole entire thing? A couple of times, I think. I mean, you know, you can you can kind of waste the time talking to all the people, all the NPCs, and they'll just basically be saying things like, um, "Oh, you're playing the the um, Douglas." 
was that what it was? The yeah, Douglas. The Douglas. Yeah, the Douglas tonight. So you know they're pretty serious. Watch out, ta-ta. all this kind of stuff. Uh, interesting to note, there actually is an NPC. I'm forgetting. I think it's like uh, a woman, sort of like a pink blouse or something like that. If you talk to her a couple of times, she'll ask if she can get free tickets to the game. And if you just lie to her and say that you can. Then she gives you two potions, so that's pretty nice. Really? I didn't know that. All right, yeah. that's pretty interesting. I've only talked facts. to each one one time, you know, of it. I don't I'm talking to multiple. It, it's a rare one because she'll be running around, so you'll have to look out. She'll be sort of like running from group of people to group okay. of people. There is there is a little boy that says like if you lose that, he's gonna like punch you. Yeah. Something. I I'm like right? I was like, what? I'm sorry, boy. Like, let's just pick him up and just toss him right over the edge of that little yeah. road there. Like, I'm who do you think you're talking to? I'm the star player of the 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 Xander Canabes, right? That's what Basically. he says. He's Jet's own flesh and blood. <laughs> Basically, like the LeBron James of this yeah. this game, man. Come on, oh, have some respect. Well, you get through the end, and then you got to make it through the crowd right until the actual stadium, and then once again, here here is like I don't know probably literally one of the best cinematics ever and then as the intro it's just of course you have the song right which is yeah. uh you know super like all metal and stuff and it's just yeah dude awesome you know it starts with titus as you know as you all know we're not going to explain all of it but is beginning you know and it's got the the whole blitzball stadium the teams and stuff my favorite part is you know when titus like slams that player out of the out of the sphere <laughs> And it's like, number one, you just killed a person, pal. So, you know, let's just call it what it is. And number yeah. two, why why can't I slam Bixen out of a blitz ball oh, when I'm doing Like, why can't I do that? What the heck, that's man? That's what I was going to say is the fact that, like, I'm like, dude, come on. Your attack is, like, three. I think when you first <laughs> yeah. just, there's no way. I've never – you never were able to do that uh, in natural game, Titus. Come on. Uh, but also – Building it up. I feel you because – I love that little pose that he does after he knocks him out. You see him sort of sitting there like all cocky. With yeah, his arms he, crossed, crossed, he like, folds his arms like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't mess with me, man. Dude, who, like, someone was in the stand there, you know? Someone just had a body just fly right at him going like 50 miles an hour. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. Well, after that, it goes to some some dude. We will learn his name in a second, but he's like, dude, he's no fear. He's got some brass plums on him my goodness gracious he's like standing on some platform like five thousand feet in the air and he's and he's drinking at that like come on man that's that's you drink and walk on an edge you already know what's gonna happen but you you get a good glimpse here it looks like first almost looks like a a, a tidal wave or something right it's just coming yeah. out and you know the yeah. dude's holding his drink like yep this is my last drink you know kind of a deal. i know i love that kind of like kind of like summoning it or something like yeah. that you know or cheers buddy Cheers, yeah. Yep. And so so moving, moving forward, I love your little note here. <laughs> if you yeah. ever try to throw a ball underwater, yeah. Go go guys, go to your, your public pool or if you have your own pool or yeah. whatever and throw a ball. It's gonna go okay, guys. really far. Seriously, I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to get so stoked about this game back in the day that I would like uh you know, my parents had a pool and everything it yeah. was pretty sweet. So I'd go out there and I try to like sort of play blitz ball you ever try to throw a ball underwater seriously it just does not work like that you guys these guys are strong man it goes literally right in front of your face and just goes to yeah. the top bloop 
Yeah, but like, you know, I try to throw it and stuff like that. Be like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm playing Blitzball right now. I can breathe underwater too. Yeah, you got to just sit there and breathe underwater. All right, <clears throat> moving, moving on. We got to move on. So regardless, whatever this, uh, this tidal wave or, you know, ball of water, whatever it is, it starts to obviously really jack up Xanarkin, right? Like starts shooting out basically energy beams or something. I don't know. And it starts mm-hmm. blowing up the city. Uh, everything starts, you know, going to chaos, breaking away. My favorite thing with this, and it's just, it's minor details that, you know, after you do play it, it is kind of nice to pay attention to certain things. Instead of just like watching and enjoying it, you can pay the minor details. I like how as it moves through the city, the buildings kind of like, I don't know, they kind of like gravitate towards it, right? Yeah. It almost has like a gravitational pull or something. They they kind well, of distort, yeah. you know, a little bit and they move and it's, it's a really interesting kind of concept if you think about that. It's kind of like it's like sin is a is a giant black hole in this scene or something like that where yeah, like what you're saying, everything starts to kind of like dissipate, I guess in yeah. a way, but like get stretched and pulled into it and distorted and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, it really is. And uh and then and then where it is kind of left with, you know, Titus, he's at the like basically the steps of the stadium and you're able to move now and you come on down and he recognizes that that drunkard, it's Orin, is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and so you all run off. Basically, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff moving on. And essentially what happens is we get some, like, little scaly little things, right? And they pop up. Mm-hmm. And Orin, you know, Titus is, well, Titus is getting his butt handed to him. He's trying to swat at him with his hands. I don't know why he's even doing that. <laughs> like, falls down a couple times, and then he's like, take it. Yep. Gift from Jet. My old man, old man, dude. What what is this? He he has even a more pathetic attempt to fight with the sword than he did with his hands. He should have just <laughs> he should have just started slapping. At this point, too, it's really cool because we get our first introduction to uh, you know one of the pro antagonists of the story, or what we'll find out. Basically, it's sin. We called it sin. Yes, is what he says and yep. everything, and then. I also thought it was interesting you talked about the sin scales, the little scaly guys that popped up. And the you see like this um this like octopus or squid looking thing crashing yeah. the building, releases all the sin scales from like its tail or, or one of its tentacles. It's just crazy how they kind of designed everything like that, you know. I mean, and they definitely kind of had this like underwater <laughs> theme with those guys too. I mean, you know, dude looks like a um the little offsets look like uh, a squid. And then the little guys kind of look like, well, I I don't know if they look like anything. Yeah, the sin scales. Yeah, they they're they're kind of interesting little guys. But yeah. you are you stuff. are introduced into the battle system here. Uh, just to go through it real quickly, you know, it, it is turn based this time. It's not action or anything like that. And of course, you have the the little meter on the side that shows whose turn it is with turns coming up, kind of a deal. And so that that's obviously what we're going through here is just the very initial introduction for that really easy you just attack them and this time and you know you just kind of pile right through and mm-hmm. and then you're running up and you do have yeah you got one of those giant like tentacle things and that's what our first boss is you run up to it and it's and it's baku oh wait no wrong final fantasy <laughs> it's uh sin spawn ams amy's or ams ames something like that yeah an interesting thing uh he uses gravity right off the bat and that throws Orn into an overdrive. So the limit break in this, we actually just talked about this maybe an episode two ago, about like you can actually hold on to these, right? It doesn't, mm-hmm. you don't have to use it. So in this case, use it. And it's pretty cool because 
we at least get two different ones because Titus will definitely go into one also probably on the next turn. And Orin's is interesting because it's very it's a sequential button entry, and you know yeah. we'll get into the different moves as we unlock them and stuff. But it'll be different each time. What do you think about this, man? I never really had any you know challenge with it. Once you kind of get it down, I feel it's much easier. But dude, yeah. every single time when I do this one, what is it, Dragon Fanner? It just it's it takes me like literally a second to look. I'm like, oh yeah, I know this. Boom, cranking out on the controller. You know, yeah. it's like exactly. muscle memory. It's, <laughs> usually, it's it's not hard at all. It's one of those things that I think the only time I've had a hard time was with uh, button mapping on like the Steam version, uh, where I was using a controller and I wasn't sure. Which ones which were which? Because yeah. it was coming up as keyboard controls, and I had no idea what they correlated to. <laughs> You're like, oh, but, oh, gosh. Yeah, anyways. But yeah, just interesting note on the um, overdrives, basically, which are this game's limit breaks. And some of them are special like this, where they either require like a special button input, or you have to press X at a certain time. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah they, they've got like a whole bunch of different sort of... Uh, uh, kind of games, a little mini game, or you know, yep. essentially. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much. So you execute that, and it is important to note: even if you fail, it'll still take out all of the sin scales. So yeah. this is again one of those ones that, as long as you even just use his overdrive, you're not going to lose this battle. Because other than that, the boss, all he does is use Demi, which of course just reduces your HP by I think one eighth. So you're never going to die. Yeah, you'll never die, and. I, and correct me if I'm wrong here too. I think it's just the number of hits, right? I don't think it's damage. Or I is think it damage? so. That was that was interesting when you put that because I thought about that too, and I don't think you could tell because yeah, it is pretty hard. It's just like the little tentacles disappear as you yeah. do more damage. So right. I don't know and if it, it is a like, cap or if it's just like you know, yeah, you hit him six times and he's dead. Well, but sometimes I've noticed if you get a critical. With like Orin or something, it does like 300 damage. It'll take away two or three. Interesting. So, well, I mean, maybe if any of you, you know, ever... it's not like it's really that big a deal. It's just kind of an interesting thing. But yeah. re regardless, don't use potions here. You know, you literally cannot die. It's impossible. And I didn't know that the first time. So, of course, naturally, I started healing. I was like, oh, gosh, man. All right, let's heal up. And yeah. then, you know, just did the exact same damage again. I was like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, Safe Sphere is behind it, and here we go. It's our first little, you know, kind of save point. It is a Safe Sphere. It's sphere-shaped. It's blue. Uh, <laughs> definitely not a Moogle with the book that saves for us. Yeah, we'll find out the Moogles are a little bit sort of missing in this game. But regardless, one nice thing about the Safe Sphere that I really like about this game is that it restores your HP and MP every time yes. you touch it. So that is really, really nice. It's just something about this game where, you know, if you're around a saves her, you can just get in a bunch of random battles, yeah. go back, touch it. You don't have to use tents all the time. So pretty nice. It, it does make it much easier. And so just moving on, you have to continue fighting through the sin scales. This time, though, it's like literal a sea of them. You know, you, you'll take out a couple and Orin's like, oh, hey, hit that instead. Trust me. And so it's kind of like, assuming like a gas tanker or something, equivalent of Xanarkin's yeah. gas tankers. Because you hit it, it falls, it explodes. I can't tell if it like explodes the road up or if it blows the building <laughs> down onto the road. I don't really know, but... That's a good point. I, I never could understand because the scene that happens, it blows up. And then all of a sudden, Titus is like flying towards the projection yeah. of like Jack on the screen. So it's not really clear like where the heck he's going and how he survives after that. But 
Hey, Final Fantasy, man. Final Fantasy, because if you can't believe Doesn't that, be well, you know, go ahead and Orn's like, go. Now you run across that burning, blowing up section. Good timing for Tyus, man. He jumps right as the whole thing blows up, and it it must <laughs> be just the momentum from the explosion, because I swear, dude, that, that dude like gets propelled like a hundred yards. Just yeah. <sighs> Doesn't it's, quite it's, make it's, it though. I don't know how or Orin made it though. So Orin's up there, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> well, Orin, and that's the funny thing. He's just standing there like a statue, no. you know, cool, cool, like, calm, and collected. It's like, dude, there's a ladder right over there. That's why I said by go. You know, it's like yeah, take, he take takes the, the elevator out. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't worry about anything else. But I love that scene with Titus where you just see his shoe, like his foot, and then his jump off. It's like, oh, <laughs> and it's a one foot. A one leg jump. Heck yeah. And he somehow, yeah, he just like goes literally a hundred feet. He's the star insane. player of the Xanarkin high jump team. <laughs> yes. Seriously. No, but here here we get the next just awesome cinematic. I mean, this one's a real treat. It's you could clearly you know it's sin because it's it's like this uh I don't know, uh, a nostril? We'll just call it that. It's a nostril. It's yeah. sucking, he's yeah, sucking yeah. things up into it. We'll keep it PG, guys. Yeah, and so it's... Uh, but but everything's, like, again, kind of being pulled to it. Like like you said, like a black hole. He's got, like, a gravitational pull about it, and yeah. you kind of see debris, like, circling around underneath as well. Bridges, buildings, yep. everything's getting and, sucked up. Yep, and... and Oren grabs Titus, you know, and he's like, this is it. You know, well, actually, before that, he looks up to Sin and he says, are you sure? And it's like, yeah, it, it if you seriously, first time playing this, you're just like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know, man. It's bizarre. Yeah, I know, like, seriously. But this is Titus's story. You know, here we go. And, and it kind of, again, it kind of distorts the light. And I'm like, it literally looks like he, it's just pulling them into something, yeah. right? Into a black hole, I guess. Yeah. We can now move. It's like a different screen. It's really hard to describe, but it's kind of like Xanarkin in ruins, and you're kind of like floating, kind it's of like and you're you, in water. Yeah, yeah, and and you gotta just basically keep diving. It's impossible to miss. Well, yeah, this is the part where so when you start off, you know, he he's sort of like in this dream state. He's not sure where he is, what's going on after all of that, and then next thing you know, he hears, "Hey, hey, hey." hey. <laughs> Which this yeah, this like is twofold for for Alex and I because one it reminds us of this and second we love Time Splitters too. If you've never played that, you should go back. And it's they do the same thing when you like if you get spotted by the enemies, yeah. they go hey. Right. And so yeah. it's twofold. We so, love that. So there you go. Anyways, but that's where we're at. And yeah, it is. It's kind of like this. Um, it's like an old destroyed coliseum. Basically, you swim towards it and it turns into a little kid. Which, uh, it, it, this is all very confusing right now, especially for us to explain to you guys, because we don't want to sit here and, like, literally spoil yes. everything, even yes. though we played this game a million times. Yeah, and in a dream, he was alone, and he didn't want to be alone anymore. And so, anyways, that's how that ends. Yeah. And uh, so... <laughs> Kind of going forward, we he kind of wakes up in it, it just it's ruins. This area is called ruins, and so you can now finally have some some free motion. The game essentially starts for you. Yeah, the way it starts out too, it's a real like dark environment. It's a very like creepy, dark kind of place that he wakes yeah. up in. And of course, you know he's alone. He has no idea what's going on or where he is. And so yeah, it, the way this game starts out, I think is great. Where you're just literally thrown into it. Just like that, you know, it's like, okay, well, th this just happened. 
And so now, you know, we got to try and figure out what the heck is going on and where yeah. to go. Yeah. And while you do have a couple of things you can do in this very first area, if you kind of just stick to the left side, doesn't matter which one you do first. But on the left side, there's kind of some ruins that you can go up and actually walk on. And there's like this kind of like half sphere on the ground. And if you actually touch it, it says it's an Albed compilation sphere. And essentially what it is, is, and without spoiling too much, or giving it too much away, Albed's like kind of, it's the game's language. It has a different whole language. And you can decipher it essentially. And so this sphere allows you to pull all the, the ones you've collected on different saves. And so that way it can fill it in for you instantly if you so choose. Obviously, we're just going to go about this as if we have not done that, but that is there. Also right there is a treasure chest with two potions. So cool. You got yourself a little stock of potions going already. Yep. Once you check that out on the right-hand side, if you swim over to some other ruins, you'll know which ones they are because there'll be like some steps leading to them so you can get up there. Yep. You can find another chest for 200 gil. And you'll also find like this little sort of um, like a blue orb kind of stuck on the wall or something like that, like yeah. a mural. If you go and examine it, it'll say something in that weird language where the only thing you can actually make out is Makalania. And Titus will just say, nope, can't read it. Nope, can't read it, yes. But on that note, if you did, you know, already have all of it and you came over here and you did the compilation sphere, you'd be able to actually read it. So that that is something kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Really just moving forward, the next spot is pretty linear if you just take a little side side path that has a high potion and then if you return and go on you fall into the water so one thing after another here for this guy and you get into a forced battle with three sahagin i I guess i said that right really easy i mean it's pretty much one one hit kills on them pretty i mean really no danger of anything in this but if you kill two now now someone a little larger or something a little larger comes out Yeah, kind of a cool like in battle cut scene where you're fighting them, you kill two off, and then it sort of cuts right there. And you see you see the Sahagin kind of like looking around and stuff, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere comes this like giant uh beast. Again, like yeah, water underwater. It's hard beast. to explain these things, guys, but yeah, you know how this is this giant boss looking beast guy comes out, eats the Sahagin, and turns around and then pretty much we're we're his next prey. So yep. Right not into not going down possible. without a fight, though, man. Not going down. And this this dude aim is Geoscano. Geoscano, I guess. Yeah, Goscano, uh, Geoscano. Yeah, Goscano, Geoscano. Your mom. Anyway, so you <laughs> you fight him, but it's kind of it's a timed battle here. Essentially, is what it is. It's another battle. It's impossible for you to die. His attacks will only just ever do fifty percent of your health. So again, and don't worry about potions. Use- and he'll only use like two or three, I think, scripted, yeah. and then at that point it'll be over. So it'll be over. Interesting thing: if you stole, which it's impossible to do, but if you did yeah. steal, you can steal a water gem from him. So that's, there's that. That's little, so weird. There's that little tidbit info. I know that's so strange, but apparently you can. And so now, now another little scene begins, of course, which it's just full of them in the beginning here, which is why we are, you know, we're going on about thirty plus minutes, and we haven't made it very far in the game, but. <laughs> uh, you know, he chases Titus, and Titus essentially finds a little a little doorway and swims through it. And one of our favorite quotes, which we have already said in the podcast multiple times, is, I was out of the frying pan and into the freezer. Exactly. Dude, I love that one. Classic voice acting right there. Mm, yep. Christine. 
All right. Into the freezer. Yeah. And, and then basically you just walk up the stairs that they, you know, that are there. And this is the part again where I think we made a post about this too. But oh yes. Or maybe, no, no, no. That's right. It was a bold move that you did a little bit while back where yes. you get to see Titus's incredible strength. Dude. And when I say incredible. You know what I'm talking about. Let's, this dude has, like, circus freak strength. I don't even know. Like, first he's hit people out of spheres, like, no problem. He's throwing blitz balls underwater going 100 miles an hour. And now he just, like, just like no, no problem. Just going to push over this marble pillar that's blocking my doorway. Oof. Oof. There we go. Oh. Yeah. And this is the funniest part, too. Like, it's just, like, sitting there. It's, like, cold. 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 <laughs> yeah. and so pretty much what we have to do now we found some old burnt logs which undoubtedly are uh probably soaking wet but no, anyways no. Let's disregard that and we just got to find some stuff to get it started again and uh get a fire going here yep and there's just various rooms and, and stuff so just kind of knock it out real quick there's a singular room that has like a drawer and has flint in it so you got to go in there and pick that out in yep. the main room that you're in and walk around, there is an X potion, if you can believe it. I mean, that is, wow. You can get an X potion and an ether, so that's pretty cool. Yep. And then the other room you can go into has a withered bouquet, and you just got to... And that's kind of up the path, so you do have to keep going all the way up and then kind of just follow the path all the way down, and you can get another high yep. potion. So once you get all that stuff, you go back to the logs, and dude, like a charm, just poof! Starts right up, yeah. no problem. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense either because the logs, the way that they're arranged, <laughs> anybody who's watching this, <laughs> you all know, there's no way yeah. you're going to start a fire like that. Okay? Something it's, gasoline is what they were. Yeah, for real, yes. it's like it just doesn't make any and sense. Then, but anyways. Well, yeah. and, and this is actually kind of a Bear grills moment too because if you are cold, really cold, and you start a fire, what you need to do is lay down on very cold, damp stone. Don't don't huddle around the fire. No, you need to lean back and lay down on that cold ground. I remember you even joking about that like way back in the day when we first played this <laughs> when we were like, you know, 14, it's, 15 yeah. years old or something like that. So that's And now I need food is what he says. But I'm hungry. Well, he goes he goes to sleep and he has a very strange dream. He made a bad call. The team lost because of him. Orn yeah. thought he would be crying. <laughs> Who, me? And then here comes this little boy again. He's got a very great one-liner. You cried. Well, <laughs> that was very needed info, guys. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, and that's an interesting point, and we can maybe elaborate on that a little bit later when we have more information more to work context. with. More context, yes. Just in general, um, the way I take it is that scene occurred, obviously, before the, the destruction of right. Xanarkin. Yep. But that it actually happened like that was sort of like a, a thing that happened before that so yep and and i mean that's the thing they're just making it like he's just dreaming it's just a dream he has you know no big deal and stuff and so he wakes up though and dude this guy cannot catch a break he uh goes to like this kind of monster that's like i don't know it's got like blades as legs essentially you know and it runs circles around him until it yeah. drops down and what do you know? Now we have to fight another boss. Baku's at it again. And so this time he's wearing a dragon hat. You can actually die this time, though. So if you do need a heal, heal up. But you probably won't need to unless unless yeah. he gets a crit on you or you miss a couple times to prolong the battle or something. But yeah. 
it's do... it's nice to save uh, Titus's overdrive to this point. I tend to do that just because okay. you can get a quick like three hundred on him, and then. Yes. But yeah, this dude actually does kind of hit pretty hard. So this is the first one. Like you were just saying, Mark, that you could actually potentially die because I believe each attack he does does somewhere like around 120 damage yeah. or so. Yeah, You've got that. 520, so yeah. Yep, so Use he potions. does get you down. And then also on Titus's overdrives real quick, and we will go into more detail, but... It is very important to use Titus's overdrives as soon as you get them because to mm -hmm. unlock the the further ones you just need to use them. So it's like yep. don't hold on to his for long periods of time just waiting and, for bosses or something. And and it's quite a bit too. I think for the first one it's um it's like honestly times, it's, it's something it? like no it's like 30 times man. Wow. Okay. You've yeah. Use it. Yeah. Or so no no sorry it. sorry I got that wrong. It's not for the first one. Yeah, for the first one I think it is about 10 or 15. Second one's probably like 30. So. Yeah. So so definitely yeah. use them just a little side note, but yeah, so once you do, I don't know how much damage it actually is. Maybe it's half or maybe it's just a maybe it is like a few hundred or so. Uh, very interesting thing. It goes to like the door. The monster is kind enough to wait, right? The monster is mm -hmm. very interested in this also. And there's something strange inside the runes. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Albert Fiend Busters! And like, you know, because it's seriously like the, the door blows up and they're all standing there like, yeah. Posing. And I posted a thing on Instagram, a picture of this a long time ago, but the way that they're all sitting there posing, like you've got the guys <laughs> basically all stood up there with their guns and everything. <sighs> and then you've got this random person just standing there with her hand on her hip. Looking all cool, you know, just yes. posing. And then she gives a little, like, hand wave, like, come get some. And then yeah, it's like, let's go. Cool, you're on my side, is what Titus says, <laughs> something like that. And, and so... You're on my side? Cool. Yeah, there you go. And, and so she can use uh, grenades. Actually, it makes, it makes yeah. you use this first one. It makes you use a grenade. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. And so... Awesome. Dude, yes, they, they do so much damage. And the cool thing about this guy damage. is that... He has, like, an infinite supply of grenades, doesn't he, that you can steal? You know, I don't know, but, I mean, what I tend to do, you, I think you start off with only two. Yes. So you're definitely going to need to steal, so I would, I would use one, steal, and usually you'll get one easily. Yes. And then you can go for a second one. I believe this guy has a rare steal of two grenades, but... It will get to the point where you're not going to be stealing much. So basically, right. you're just going to want to kill the guy. Well, in, in really two, three tops, and he's dead anyways for using the yeah. grenades. And so that's done. After what ensues after this is pretty interesting. Like all the all bad dudes come around and they like grab Titus and they're all like, you know, speaking they're all bad. No one, no one understands. And there's like kind of a, a little thing. And so the chick says something and then she comes all close and it's kind of like, who, man, she's. Here we go, Titus. <laughs> Got a lucky break, man. You got yourself a girlfriend. She all leans in. Psych! She just like totally sucker punches him in the stomach, man. So yeah. rude. Well, Kuno. They, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. They have him at like knife point. They've got him, um, you know, they grab him and then they've got pretty much a knife to his throat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything's real crazy. They're talking in that language that we can't understand, obviously. And real quick, gotta say that's one of the things that I love so much about this game is I think it gets you to invest in his situation because you're sort of put in the shoes of this. Uh, what? How old is he? Like 18 year old kid sure. thrown into yeah. this situation, right? And you have no idea what's going on. You've got people speaking different languages and all these different situations. So yeah. 
Next scene after this is you're kind of in a you're on a ship at sea is what you you're on pretty pretty cool looking ship if I do say so and you're on the deck and again it's just kind of more more gibberish from from them right they're all talking to him it seems or something and mm-hmm. and then out comes the king of them all in which we <laughs> we will not say it for the sake of the game but oh do I want to say yeah. some things right now but regardless yeah. he comes out and he's like holding some goggles and goes hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. I Whatever. Love, yeah. I love <laughs> Titus. Then like, he does it. Again. I said I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, to get smacked. Then out of the blue, man, here comes this chick. She's like, he says that if you work for us, you could stay or something like that. It's like, yeah. Why? Why'd you wait till now to say something? Like, what the heck? You could get yeah. understand us this whole time. What the heck? So. Why, why'd you make him grunt at us? You could have just said it from the beginning. Like, you didn't need to do all that. Oh, yeah. it's so frustrating. And then they basically, it's really funny how they're, well, I say funny, like, in a facetious manner, of course, because they're, like, hitting him with the butt of their gun and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, okay, I'll work. Okay, you know, like, I'll work. Has no choice at this point. Yes. So, at this point, you can now move around and don't talk to anyone. Well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but... Do actually talk to, okay, rather, don't talk to the chick. If you do talk to the outbeds, yeah. they will actually each give you a potion. And then yeah. on, the, I think it's like in the back right, there is the first outbed primer. So this is yeah. how we're going to translate this language. I think this one's Y to A. I don't, I don't think that's really that important, but this is how it's going to go, right? We're going to find these. We're going to slowly translate this language. And it's, it's a pretty cool aspect, actually. I think it's pretty pretty fun thing. It is, yeah, and there are some missable ones that, of course, we'll, we'll we'll pay special attention to things like that. So definitely make sure that you get this one. Yes. And uh, then when you go and talk to the mystery girl, and you'll get like a little tutorial on the essentially what is the leveling up situ- uh, situation in this game. Yep. Yeah, the sphere grid, and of course we talked about which ones we're using in our each each individual games and. It's self-explanatory, you know, you you level up, you get to move, and then you just use the corresponding sphere to learn whatever it is, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, pretty easy. So, now you gotta go in the water. Titus does a little parkour, gives a thumbs up, dives in, and honestly, I say just head straight down that chain, man. The You will... This is kind of the first chance that you can just fight enemies if you want, random battles. Yep. But gosh, the piranhas just give such crap experiences, not yeah. worth your time, in my opinion. So a couple things to note. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You're not going to get a level up with the uh, random party member that you have here. Her AP requirement is just so high, you're never going to get it. Yeah, it's Something like hundreds, like in right? Hundreds. Yeah. yeah. So, and with Titus, you might only get about two... But it's not a horrible idea to stick around. They have all of them have grenades to steal. And by all of them, I mean, basically, the the piranhas will show up in different groups that'll be counted as different enemies. So you'll have like a single one, a one in group and pairs of two, and then one in a group of three. They all have grenades to steal. Grenades will overkill all of them. Which, while we're on that note, just to mention, basically, overkill will increase your AP and also double the amount of items that you get. So you can yes. get spheres in here. You can get, like, power, mana, and speed spheres. But other than that, I agree. Don't waste too much time on these guys. Yeah, pretty easy. So if you do just follow that chain all the way down, you kind of, it looks like it's like an underground 
facility of some sort. And, you know, of course, obviously, we know that now this chick can breathe underwater also. Everyone's just has gills, I guess. This is why they need Titus, because he had gills. And so I, I guess they're down there swimming. And we, we've definitely done a bold move in posts about this before, because, you know, yeah. if you ever need to turn on electronics, don't don't look for the on button. Don't do that. Just start punching it, man. You're gonna hit. You're gonna hit it eventually, and who knows? You might hit like some secret compartment that gives you treasure. I mean, you never know. I know. I love this, and you see this in like later Final Fantasies too. We'll definitely draw that comparison when the time comes. Oh, yes. Because if you're ever having a hard time with your tablet, let me tell you something. You've been doing it wrong this whole time. You just punch the screen. Punch it. Not not easily, mind you. Like punch it, right? <laughs> yeah. Get puts put some weight behind it. Slam it yeah. down. Yes. Break the screen. Yes. So after yeah. doing that to two different electronics, the it seems to work because the facilities all lighten up and stuff. But then you get kind of a glimpse of yet another monster, right? And yeah. so Here we go again. Yep. Backtrack a little bit, and now we get our next boss, which is Tross or Tros. Yep. He actually looks really cool, man. I like it. It's like what he's essentially kind of looks like a squid type thing, and he's kind of got like a nautilus shell as a as a yeah. hat on and stuff. And yeah, he's pretty he's pretty sweet looking. Yeah, some kind of mollusk looking thing. But yeah, basically this guy, um, you know, we don't have too many options at this point as far as moves. What you could do is uh, use Titus's cheer ability if you manage to learn that. It's it's his first ability. I don't even think I think you only need one sphere level, which he would have had from yes. uh, the previous boss battle. But cheer is really nice because it'll increase your party's strength and defense ratings by I forget. I think it's a percentage amount. But anyways, you can use that and then just basically using grenades and you can also steal grenades from this guy. Yep. And and he does have like a little quirk where he'll kind of like swim to the other side and so you can't reach him. And the first time he does it, you, you you can just have to stand by. If you stand by, it heals you for I think fifty, or you can use potions if you really need to. I I, I think I did in my playthrough, my YouTube video I did of this. So that way, yes, just stand always, by isn't. It's a little overkill, like, right? but you know why not? They're already kind of stacking up. And then the second time he does it, you can have Titus do a trigger and have a pincer attack, and then you can like basically yep. just you know be on either side of him. He won't escape anymore. It's it's really it's yeah a really easy fight. Exactly. And then after you beat that guy. He doesn't have any great drops or anything like that. Um, he will drop a couple of ability spheres, which you'll find are going to be really oh, limiting pretty yeah. soon here. So if, uh, and that's another note with the piranhas, the only reason why you would want to maybe hang around and battle them is they can also drop ability spheres, which at this point you might not be thinking is a great deal, but you will run out of them and oh, there will yes. be a point in which enemies that drop ability spheres become re really uh, rare. So, yes, yes, they do. Pretty pretty important ones, especially when you start to get more characters. And so, mm -hmm. well, the whole facility lights up though, and it, it's you you do have to swim a little bit more. Essentially, like find this underwater thing. I think it's actually translated for the albed here in a moment. The airship is what they say. And so yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. It's like oh heck yeah, man, we just found ours. We got it already. Now we can now we can go and fly around. No, unfortunately not. But you do. <laughs> You do go back to the boat in a great, great moment here as, you know, everyone's heading in for some chow, you know, and Ty's like, heck yeah, he's just rolling in and they just turn around and push him out. It's like, psych, you ain't one of the bros yet, buddy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I helped Akudala. out, didn't I? Yeah, it's like, Akudala, I helped out, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You got it. 
Oh boy, and then here's the next best part also, if, if you know, so it's such gold here in the beginning of this game is, you know, he's sleeping, he's yawning. It's and like hungry. Hungry, and here comes a tray yeah. of food, right on! And, you know, it's <laughs> it's just, it's I'll bet spaghetti is what I call it, you guys can call yeah. it whatever you want, but we, we already, we know this part, we know it. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> hey because you eat too fast right we already know that and then you, you guys know what we're doing yeah we're got of, of course the reenactment of him eating the food and then choking on it it's just the funniest <laughs> scene ever the fact that like she offers up the waters of, dude so and funny. clearly he isn't as hungry as he's leading on because he had those two bites and he he doesn't even eat anymore after that yeah you know he gets up and starts laughing like a crazy person yeah he just gets up and she goes Hey again. Hey. Why, hello there. What is your name? Riku. <laughs> you know, and so so yes, he starts laughing. He's so happy, you know, that that yeah. she she understands him. And but he's like, but why didn't you say so earlier? It's like, oh, we thought we was a friend. And then she lets him know that we means you, or a fiend rather, not friend. We thought yeah. you were a fiend. And stop right there. Okay. Titus has two arms, two legs. He stands upright. He has a head. He has eyes. He has hair. He looks very much yeah. like a human being. I will go ahead and say no fiend in all of Spira that I've ever seen looks like a human being whatsoever. Why did they think he was a fiend? I don't understand this part. Like, dude, he's clearly either. a human, man. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, it, it is strange. I mean... <laughs> From the context of if, if this is like your first time playing the game, you have no idea, then maybe. But no, yeah, the, you'll understand Re that there are no Retrospect look, look, man. Like it's that. like, you guys were just being jerks and trying to rob a man. I mean, come on. Like, he does not yeah. look like a fiend whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, this is the first time, like, this is a pretty big deal for Titus because, of course, you know, we, we've been talking about how he's thrown into this world. He has no idea what's going on. Yes. Thinking about what's happened since the game he was playing, the destruction of Xanarkin, Orin, all of this stuff. So the first person that finally he can talk to. So yes. that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, until, until unfortunately he learns something, right? Where she, I, got, I think something like, well, she asks him where he's from or something, you know, and he says, Xanarkin. Star yep. player of the Xanarkin Abes, you know, and then it so starts like you to hit like, your head? uh you hit me? Right. Yeah. And so she she lets him know that, well, actually Xanarkin was destroyed a thousand years ago, buddy. And so no one played Splitsball there, you know, and so mm -hmm. he's just like, What are you talking about? You know, like that's obviously been my whole life. Uh, I literally was just there when it got blown up, and yep, you're telling me that was a thousand years ago? No way. No way, yeah. <laughs> and piecing that together, basically we know. So apparently, whatever happened and whatever Orin threw him up into has transported him a thousand years into the future. That is yeah. insane. I mean, that that is literally crazy. Exactly. I know, I mean, you know, did Oren make all of this happen? Yeah, why did why did Skin attack? Why did all of this happen? Yes, and well, that is where we are going to end it. We left it kind of right there. I know it was kind of like mid-conversation about this, but we can't stop the events that happen after this, and we need ample mm -hmm. time to uh, 
to make fun of the next scene. So <laughs> we're going to have to exactly. stop it right there. But we do hope that you all enjoyed our first Final Fantasy X episode. I know it was a lot of just fun banter between Alex and myself, but... Uh, you know, the story, obviously, there, there's a lot here to unpack in the very beginning. And so we kind of like to just uh, take it nice and lightheartedly. But, oh, man, I'm excited, dude. I'm very excited. Same here. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Well, we thank you all for hanging out and listening to this episode. You can go to our Instagram. It is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. We, of course, are now going to be posting pretty much all Final Fantasy Ten content. So we do have all those screens and uh you know clips and stuff of course there's gonna be some fantastic ones coming your way this week with you know just all those early cinematics you can also go to our website final stop final fantasy talks.com we just have a little bit more info there you can listen to the episodes blog posts it's pretty much it these days also be looking for that youtube video as i said the day after the episode i can't promise you exactly when the episodes are coming out but the day after the youtube one will so just kind of a little extra there hope you guys enjoy that Well, that's going to do it for us this time. I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. 